Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Thursday, December 29th. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. Florida State AD Michael Alford jokes that his wife, Laura, was making dinner plans with Oklahoma AD Joe Castiglione's wife, Kristen, before there was confirmation the Seminoles and Sooners would meet in tonight's Cheez-It Bowl. Alfred stating, I'm like, honey, they have not called me yet. I don't know if we are going to Orlando. Of course, Alfred worked for Castiglione for six years in Norman and still says Castiglione is one of his main calls before making a big decision, I like to do it my own way. But they mirror his way with my twist on it. I've learned so much from him. The care he has for the student-athletes. His relationships with coaches and the communication he has in that department is something I admired, and learned a lot of how to run an organization but also be yourself. The Williamson Daily News' Mike Tony digs into West Virginia's $28,375,985 CARES Act cash balance, reporting that $10 million of federal COVID-19 relief funds were given to Marshall to support the construction of a new 2,750-seat baseball stadium. The $28.3 million remaining CARES Act monies was transferred into the governor's office gifts, grants and donations fund, from where the $10 million was pulled. The gift was presented by Governor Justice to Marshall on September 29 for a total contribution of $13.8 million, with $3.8 million coming from the state's Water Development Authority's Economic Enhancement Grant Program. Tony writing, since the $28 million transfer to the Gifts, Grants and Donations Fund on September 30, the $10 million transfer has been the fund's largest expense by far, according to Auditor's Office data. Iowa-adjacent Swarm Collective CEO Brad Heinrichs believes his organization needs $10 million to be competitive in the marketplace, also comments further on tension with the Hawkeyes Athletic Department on the sharing of ticket holder data, it's really been more about that there's a line for which they feel like they can support us because of Title IX, that's sort of the answer that I get. We don't adhere to Title IX. We don't need to adhere to Title IX. We're set apart from the university. I have historically felt somewhat hamstrung because I don't have access to all the Hawkeye fans who might be generous enough to help us. So, you can see how my frustration sort of kind of came to a head with the predicament that we're under, but yet I can't reach the Hawkeye fans. So, I may have vented a little bit. There is a sense of urgency for us to raise money in a hurry so that we can keep our rosters together, so that we can be successful moving forward. Looks like Northwestern now has a collective supporting Wildcats student-athletes in the form of TrueNU. The model is charity-focused, per Heitner Legal's namesake, with plans to add a commercial arm in the future. The Wildcats were previously the only Big Ten brand without a collective. In head coaching news. Mississippi Valley State alum Kendrick Wade, who has been the head football coach at Delta State since 2018, will be the next head football coach at his alma mater, per football scoop. UConn head women's basketball coach Gino Orima returned to the sidelines last night against Creighton following a two-game absence due to illness. As travel issues continue to impact college athletics, Skysolver, the system Southwest Airlines relies upon to run the whole operation, is the root cause of what the Wall Street Journal's Allison Sider calls the worst industry meltdown in recent memory. Cider continues, airline executives and labor leaders point to inadequate technology systems, in particular Skysolver, 
as one reason why a brutal winter storm turned into a debacle. Skysolver was overwhelmed by the scale of the task of sorting out which pilots and flight attendants could work which flights, Southwest executives said. Crew schedulers instead had to comb through records by hand. Of note, Southwest shares have fallen 11% this week and Citigroup Incorporated analysts estimate that Q4 earnings for the airline could take a 3% to 5% hit. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Thursday, December 29th. We'll see you back here this afternoon.